What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mobleys. I am Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm Deidre Mobley. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Great morning, great morning, great morning, great evening, great night, great afternoon. From wherever you're tuning in from. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. How y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, baby. What's up, babe? What's going on? Great morning. Great morning. Highly favored. On top. And still rising. Mm-hmm. 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 Babe. Yes, ma'am. It's another day. It's a journey, and I'm glad about it. You better be, girl. You're on the side of the dirt. Yeah, you If right. you wake up on the other side of the dirt, it's probably going to be some problems. Yeah. Be buried alive. Well, <laughs> I ain't thought about it like that. I guess I should have thought about that before I said yeah. it. I was, like, I was thinking in my mind, if you wake up on the other side of the dirt, then yeah, it's, you, you probably go. Yeah. It's, you buried me alive because you got angry with me. <laughs> <laughs> How in the world did you flip it? Like you know what? You are uh, you have an imagination on you, woman. Uh, although I do, All right, that so is crazy. Since you, go, since you go tag it like that, I had to tag it like we that. We go still. We still talking about the last one. I know last week we talked about the episode. We talked about um, forgiveness, um, and our second part of it. Um, and today we're gonna elevate a little bit more and talk about anger. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the appropriate time to talk about all this stuff because of everything that's going on. Um, well, you know, we did the um, five love languages, and so under that was uh, we started with love, the love quiz, the love languages, and then we went on to what's your forgiveness language? Um, that was also under the love languages quizzes yeah and now we're just um which is for like you said a much needed time and um so the last one is the anger quiz and what's your uh, anger profile and all that stuff so yeah i think it's a very good way to gauge where you are where you are how you handle things because i promise you y'all every last test we done took when the results it gives you a title, and then it gives you detailed information about what what it is. To choose what's, you know. And every time I saw the title, you. I was like, this, that ain't right. There's no way that could be right. But I am is. not like that. Then you read the details, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's you, that's pumpkin. Me. That's me. That's me. So sometimes you, that old saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. So I was looking at the cover, and the cover said one thing, but the details of the book. What book you read that you said was like that? Um, the power of a praying wife. Yeah, well, I thought it thought was, was yeah. Help you fix me. Yep, I did. And did it? It it did, but in another way. It helped you fix you first, it, boy. Yeah. So, but it so it didn't necessarily. Uh, the end result was good. Yeah. But what I thought was gonna happen was I was gonna open this book. And it was going to show me how to pray prayers. Step by step. Step by step. How to pray, how for, to this pray joker. for this joker. Because he, he about to get these hands. Yeah. And he about to make me angry. <laughs> I 
I'm talking about somebody gonna get some daggone hands. And I'm not a thug. I just try to talk like I am I a little bit. But it didn't. It showed me. It turned. It turned the mirror on myself. Yeah. On me. And, and it was the, like, that's yeah. The, that's the. That's yeah. The, you know the the biggest. So Miss Stormy, people... if you ever listen to this. You changed the game with girl. it. You helped your girl a whole lot, but I needed you to be on my side first. Miss Stormy said she was <laughs> holding this mirror up to you. You look the one. What we always teach the one, the one you got total control over is who. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't change nobody else. Yourself, yourself. That but you can beautiful change person you, in and the that's mirror. That would have changed. That would have helped change situations. Yeah. So if you change, if you bring a a different atmosphere to the conversation to the situation then that can very well that be changes, the catalyst that yeah changes. the change you you be the change agent and um so as we stated again this is uh y'all know we love to do his the quizzes and to read um deidre love let's clarify that okay deidre love to do the tests and all the five stuff. love languages has tests literally word, changed my life but i just said it tests y'all done said it before on trip tests so I like him. He like him too, cause I like him. She like him. I be trying to see if we can do something else, but she be waiting on me. She we won't move until I take the test. So well, I just wanted to complete it, and cause yeah, it's, yeah. again, it's on the uh, Five Love Languages website, Dr. Gary Chapman, and this one is uh, your anger profile. They have a test for that, y'all, cause some of y'all out there angry. Yeah. You got pent up frustration and you're angry. You're walking around angry and you're grumpy and you're not nice to live with and you're just miserable. And I need y'all to take some tests or go <laughs> lay on somebody's couch and, you know, get get help because this affects and this is all this did, baby. And when I was reading some stuff on it, all it did was prove right what I had been saying about. Even when I hadn't read up on this stuff about how unforgiveness and, you know, holding on bitterness and all that stuff, how it affects your body um, and how it we weren't made to carry and handle a bunch of stress and unhealthy thoughts and all that stuff or whatever. And then, you know, of of course, when you turn me on to Dr. Caroline Leaf and excuse me, we attended that workshop here in savannah that completely changed my life powerful, powerful as if her powerful, videos powerful, didn't powerful, powerful. um never yeah listen to a podcast read a book by dr caroline leaf y'all go read she is I'm amazing not you. amazing she's amazing she, she is the she is the the one person that i've encountered in my life that we've encountered in our life that because we, we we believe in science you know, we don't think it's the end to all, but we believe in science because it gives you insight. And sometimes, you know, God puts you in situations because he needs you to just believe that you can walk on the water. And then other people he put in the situation, he need to un- need you to understand how you walk on water. So it's different. It's different questions that God gives different individuals that he wants to answer. But sometimes we just take it too far and think God a magician and not a miracle worker. You were saying about um, Dr. Caroline Leaf and, um, you know, how she just helped helped us to understand, you know, the, I guess, yeah. the bridge so the concept of science bridging, and, and 
what God, God says and what yeah. he what he wants and how he designed us, how he created us, and how these different aspects of life decisions and um attitudes and everything just affects our bodies and how we don't we live for so long and don't even realize that yeah that you're you know that you're you know you're overweight or you're overeating or your body is hurting and it's because of just the simple stressors that you allow to overcome you and you know what i'm saying um that you let consume you that you walk with on your shoulders every day and you let it <clears throat> excuse me help deteriorate your body when you can you know do simple things like learn how to forgive you know what i'm saying learn how to forgive learn how to um place those feelings and learn how to get over that and to release them and pray and ask god to take those stressors away from you and but put things in place that'll help take those stressors away as well yeah so what she did what what she did was she she, she bridged the science with God, one of the statements she made, um, she said, science is finally beginning to catch up mm-hmm. with God's word. Yeah. So she's bridging it. She's bridging it. And she's explaining a lot of the scriptures that we, <laughs> that she's we've what? been, she's explaining. Oh, you said she's bridgeling? What was I that? said she's explaining a lot of the scriptures. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. She's explaining a lot of the scriptures. That was a pause of anger. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. <laughs> She's explaining mm-hmm. a lot of the scriptures mm-hmm. that we've listened to and some of us memorized for years. Um. So it's it's her information and and. She's a wealth of uh, she's a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. She has podcasts out. I've pretty much read every book that she has out so far. I believe. Um, I haven't I haven't um looked at her stuff. I need to I need to um look at some of her stuff and see. Been looking at her podcasts and stuff, but yeah, Dr. Caroline Leaf is is definitely a wealth of information. She's yeah she's helping to bridge the science and, and God. Um, but to move forward, um, just like my wife was saying, you know, we've, it's a lot of this stuff, the detailed stuff that we don't pay attention to that. We think that, I guess we're, it bypasses us for whatever reason, but the more information that, you know, um, when it comes to, making better decisions mm-hmm. then God holds you responsible for it. So because you know something and you don't do it, don't mean you exempt from it. That makes sense. Did that make sense? Makes sense. To me, so, to them. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So let me read. Can I read this little piece real quick? Yeah. Um, and then we can move on and, and tell what our, what it said after we took the, the anger test. Um, it says Dr. Caroline Leaf is a cognitive neuroscientist, which I think you've said before, um, or that's the her, you know, technical name. Yeah. She's a cognitive neuroscientist, has and she spent her whole career over thirty plus years um, studying the brain. She says that every seven seconds, your subconscious brain 
reruns its mental file, and every seven seconds, you choose to either be angry, bitter, or to forgive. She goes on to say that when you are angry, bitter, or resentful over a projected period of time, it leaves a physical hole in your brain. And the physical hole in your brain produces dementia and perhaps Alzheimer's. When you choose to think good thoughts, your brain fires good electrons into your whole body and your body begins to heal. I'm telling y'all, this is some um this is some good stuff. Yeah. And I like I said, you turned me on to her when you when you found out about her and you was like, babe, you have got to look at this and you have got to do this and that. And I remember <clears throat> you got me excited about actually, you know what I'm saying, like reading stuff and looking up stuff and and reading up on her and how that, you know, go into how how you feel and just your posture and your position on how you deal with different life situations, yeah. how it affects your body. Because for a long time, you know, transparent moment, if if somebody, you know, made me angry or made me mad, um, I would hold it. I would hold it. Not only would I hold it. But you were dead to me, and I would cut you out of my life. <laughs> and that's real talk. That's y'all. real talk. And you would tell me, you'd be like, "Babe, you cannot, you can't live like that." No. And you didn't even try to pers- explain it from a, um, a health standpoint. What you were saying to me was, and I remember this clearly. I was in the room, and you came to the door, and we were talking about something, and you said, "You've got to learn to release that stuff." And you've got to, because how can you be, you know, say you're a Christian and you try to live your life as Christ-like as possible when you are out here holding stuff, you know, that people have done against you and you pretty much cut them off. You pretty much don't talk to them, communicate with them. They pretty much don't exist in your mind. And that's not, that's not living Christ-like. So you checked me real quick and I didn't, I didn't have a clap back. I didn't have a clap back, a comeback. That's when you first started like, trying back. to listen to what I said. You've really? had stuff before. Really? You've clapped back before. Really? Yeah, every now and then you snap back a little bit now, but I snap you back. You are something said, else. Get back. You, you Get beneath our feet, Satan. That's what I say. Yes. That's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Now, so now you calling me Satan. No, it's a spirit. It's a spirit. Whatever. It's a spirit. I drive out the spirit, not the woman. But he, but you, I'm um, you, yep, there again, you help me. Because, listen. But, but, but this is, here, yeah. here's the thing. We have a lot of different reasons, and I don't want to veer too far off our, our subject for the day. But right. We have a lot of different explanations and definitions of what we call a Christian. And God says it clearly in the Bible what a Christian is. He says clearly that you will not, you won't even come close to being. It's because of his grace and his mercy that Absolutely. you are righteous, that yeah. you are forgiven, that you have grace, the grace of I God. I thank him for it. So if right now, if all of our thoughts were visible, uh. What, what what would that picture be? Johnny? Ninety ninety eight point nine percent of the world probably would just burn burn the hell up instantly. Well, you know what my picture would paint if you could was painting my thoughts right go. now. I need you to stay focused. <laughs> I am focused. Listen, so I'm focused so, on you. Hey, okay, come on, let's talk about forgiveness, baby. So my 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 whole Not thing is saying that, anger. My whole thing is saying that is that. Um, you have to have a relationship with God to understand who he is. 
and I always do it organically. I have a relationship with my wife because I put forth the effort to spend time with her to know what she likes, what she don't like. I, I, you know, even when it's tough to be with her, sometimes I'd still be with her. And that's a real, that's a, that's a real statement I just made. It ain't always easy. It's a lot easier now to be with her on a regular basis than it was before. Because you didn't I, like me. Well, it was. It, I didn't know who I was, so I was still dealing with stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get myself together, and sometimes I just needed, you know, peace and quiet, or I needed whatever, and you needed what you needed, and we didn't understand how to give that to each other at the time. So I, that's we real. Just, yeah, and I, I'm just being real. So now it's a lot different. Um, we do have conversations <clears throat> um, where people call, you know hard conversations we still call them hard but they're not hard to us anymore we just have them so um yeah so being a christian have a relationship with god man and let him introduce you to the you he created you to be and that's the best way that you can try to live righteous and it's going to always be a try you just try and put forth the effort god will meet he will meet you get up every day He'll yeah. get you there. Get up every day. But anger, anger, this is the thing. When an emotion, anger is something that God created. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not from the devil. Mm-hmm. It's not from none of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Anger is something God created. <clears throat> but he needs you to feel certain things to get you to a certain place. He don't need you to feel certain things to act on those certain things. Did that make sense? I want to make sure I'm making sense. Did yeah. that? Yeah. So when it comes because to anger. Because anger is a God-given emotion. And it's, it's yeah. scriptures everywhere. Yeah. But we have the control. We have to be in control of it and learn how to have self-control. Yeah. And how to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Sure is, Mobley. So can we go read our um, results? Excuse me, from our anger test? We can. I'm going to say one more thing Assessment. on what we were just talking about. Yes, sir. When I did tell you to um, release that stuff, mm-hmm. um, I always look at it like this. If you have a room and you have boxes in the room mm-hmm. and you know it's boxes of stuff in there you do not need, but you got stuff that you do need that you need to put in there that is good, that you need to hold on to, mm-hmm. that you need to you know, use for later, mm-hmm. and you don't have room to put it in there, then you leave it out and it's ex- exposed. Mm-hmm. And that's when the enemy takes it. So what has to happen is all that stuff in you that you don't need, that's take that's occupying space, space, you need to get rid of it. Yeah, You need to get rid of it so God can download other stuff in you that you possibly would need now or need later. Yeah. Because so, I said I wanted to be a vessel for him to use. Yeah. But, but how you, can I be if I'm clogged to, up with yeah, anger and bitterness and hatred? Yeah. And it's just falling at your feet. Yeah. And then the enemy coming and take it. And when I, if you want to know if the enemy came and take it, God has given you something that you did not write down, that you did not remember. He gave you a dream or whatever it was. And now it's gone because you ain't wrote it down. You ain't got no place to put it. And you can't remember. And But you feel like because God is God... He'll bring it back to you. Because well, I'm distracted and unfocused, as you just said. I need you to focus. So I'm going I'm to leave that but there. I'm but focused. you can't you can't receive new stuff if you got if you hold it on the old stuff. Mm. And like your body is a vessel. So 
you can receive a lot of stuff, but if you don't know your capacity, if you don't grow your capacity, it's no possible way you know you got more room for other stuff. Yeah. And that comes with identity. That comes with understanding your purpose. And the only way you can get that is have a relationship with God. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Yeah. Because you're working forward. on getting the offering. We're going to take, we gonna take a, a... Just stop. We're going to take stop. a recess. We'll be back. Because I feel, I feel that stirring up in me yeah. for real. Yeah. That, that teaching coming up in me. But yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to keep forward on, on this. All right. So You let's can talk give me about, that teaching later. I'll give you that teaching later. I got later, some boy. ones. I'll give you that teaching later. I'm going to take... I need you to get about a thousand of them. Cause I'm going to take every last... Dollar. Well, I just give you the debit card. That's fine too. I okay. want. I want to be able to work it. Listen, keep focus. <laughs> Are you reading your anger assessment, or am I reading mine? You first? read yours first. Ladies first. My anger is assessment results are this are as follows. You. This is your result. I am your. I'm Deidre. You know how to handle anger. Boop. Really? Let me. Don't. Don't. <laughs> you know how to handle anger. That's what it says. That's what it says. I might let need me to look finish. At you take this test. Let me finish. You don't need to look at me. Take the test. Questions appropriate. Let Go me ahead. listen now. Go okay, ahead. so it says your responses indicate that you generally have a good handle on your anger. You are likely aware of what makes you angry. And tend to be intentional in processing your feelings of anger. You likely don't experience too many difficulties from anger-related issues in your personal or professional life. There's always room for improvement, however. That is me. That is you. That is me. Now, be honest. Because the one thing that I do know about myself is that I process things before I speak on it. I'm not a I'm not a fly huge because one time I didn't know if you was processing because you never spoke on nothing you just cried so this is very very big go ahead my footprints are not there anymore they're not I don't even know where that's at exactly who was I talking about I don't know who you was talking about I don't either baby go ahead well you know what I do know who you were talking about you were talking about Deidre who was a lost girl who was not sure and not confident of of who she was and not sure about marriage not sure about me not sure about you not sure about a lot of things and I didn't know how to process that in my mind and so I didn't want to be vulnerable to you because there are a lot there were a lot of things that I wasn't trusting in you and so we hadn't developed that yeah and so now here I am you know many years later um and I'm confident in the space that I'm in. And I know that if a situation comes, whether it's a personal situation between me and you or family members, or if it's a professional, you know, arena that I'm, I say, God, you know, I'm salt and light in the earth. And to me, that's the most important relationship in my life. And of course, next comes you, but I'm always thinking, how am I representing you, God? Am I being salt and light? Or am I being pepper in darkness? Hmm. And so that's my desire. And so that's why I keep my mouth closed if something is happening at that moment. 
because I don't want to react out of complete emotion. Yeah. I want to have time to process it. And what brings an example of that, and this was in a professional arena, and it happened some years ago, but there was a situation that was happening at my job, and it made me very angry. And in that moment, I felt myself literally about to blow up. And I text you. Excuse me. I text you. And I was going off on the text. And (laughs) you text me back. That day, I wanted you to be Johnny, my homeboy. Yeah. I didn't want you to be Johnny, my husband, the, you know, well, that's all, that's the thinker, his vice versa the, like that too. you know, you trying to make, give me reason and sanity and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm slapped going in on this text and you message me back and you say, babe, calm down. Think about what you're doing. Think about who you are. Think about, just think about, you know, what's going on and think about how you're going to handle it. Don't go in there running your mouth off about something that you might not even have all the facts on. Take a minute and chill out. Because literally, I was ready to, I didn't want to process it. I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to do any of that. I wanted to say what I wanted to say, feel how I wanted to feel, give them all of my mind. Which was crazy, but that's I what think, I wanted to do. I don't think that was, yeah, that probably would have been a little bit of your mind. Yeah. A, little, a lot of flesh. A whole lot. Anyway. But yeah, that you was, told me, the, pretty much, you told me to get my life. We just In that said, text, you just yeah. told me, pretty much, get it, your life was, and be quiet. It, it, it's times, the one thing that I've learned <coughs> now, now at 48 years old, man, is that just everything that comes through my mind, it's like, because of the gateways on my body, it's certain things when emotion happen, when I see stuff, when I hear stuff, you know, even when I smell stuff, it's just different things. Even, I mean, all that stuff has some type of catalyst to an emotion. Mm-hmm. If you walk in a bathroom and you smell it and it's funky, you get an emotion. You Anger. start to think. You start to all these perceptions come in your mind you start to think all these things so it happens it it happens the difference is me walking into a bathroom that's funky responding however i respond which most of the time i won't say nothing i'll probably just leave out the bathroom like oh god i can't do that where other people (laughs) yeah where other people will walk in and say you know you know what the f Boy, it's stinking f up in here. You know they got to say all these different things. Have you but been that's that person the, before? I don't think I've ever been that person. Oh, okay. I I I walk in some way, and if it ain't, I walk right on back out. Yeah. I ain't even finna. I'm good. Well, you know, I'll I'm good. Dang near dance all the way home before I go Joker, to a public you, bathroom. Yeah, but <laughs> we don't even talk about that. But we um, but that's that's what happens. So. It's, it's you have to take time to allow things to process. Your body is your body, and it works the way you work. It works. But here's the thing: you you can train your body to be a certain way. Right. You have total control over. You're it. right. Your body and your brain can't do nothing that your mind don't tell it. You're to. right. So, and your mind is like your mind has all the information. Mm-hmm. All how you grew up, what bad things done happened to you, all these things. Yeah. And your mind have to tell your brain. Your brain is the the 
control center for your body. Mm-hmm. So when your brain tell your body to do something, it's because your mind done told your brain to do something. That's that how was, that yeah. thing worked. Yeah. So my thing to you at that time was, I get how you feel it. I'm not trying to I tell so you not to feel you. it. I needed you to be my, my I needed you yeah, to yeah. be ready to pull I up. I was there. I was there. But at the end of the day, what I always say, we got to make great choices. You're right. And although we strive to make great choices. That day I wanted to I forget about the I great choices. You. I feel you. But that ain't how it had to work. You the same way with me. I know. And sometimes I be wanting to hang up on you sometimes. Because I need I you to, to cuss, say something. I I'm know. feeling this way, Joker. And I'm about to do this, this, that, and the other. But the Lord said, the lo- you know what? I got to call you back. But that's like what I be said, wanting to do. That's a great. That's a. That's another one of the reasons why I thank God for us because it's like when I'm in that moment, you are feeling the exact opposite. He's already given you yep. what you need to give to me. Yeah, and it always comes through every time, or vice versa. You and know, when you're in that space, and yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, I can't call nobody yeah. that I know. I know people that I can call that'll be. I put my boots on right now. Yeah. I'll be there in a minute. I got to, cats like they that. They're ready to throw them hands. I got cats. Don't care what it is, where we going, how big. Don't care. Yeah. But I love them boys, but I yeah. can't call them cats. Because well, they going to have us somewhere we don't need have to be. A couple, you have a couple of daughters that. Oh, I definitely got a couple ready, of daughters. Set, go. They be ready to help you throw them hands, yeah. Johnny. And that's the last. Them the last <laughs> jokers I'm going to call. You say what, daddy? Okay, I'm going to meet you. Don't worry about I'm it. We'll take care of it. What? What you gonna take I'm care of? You. But yeah. you can't. You can't. You just can't hold that stuff. And I think where we at now, I don't think we. This stuff is new to us. Mm-hmm. Everything that we go through, I think we're thinking more about the process and how to handle it now. And then we keeping a mem a a a, a noted note. a mental yeah. note. Yeah. Because now we be we got something to pull back from because we keeping it. Yeah. So it's like okay, I remember last time I handled this. This ain't I can do this. But like you, like we always talk about, think of the choices that you make because the consequences you gonna have to deal with it. You gonna have to live with it. Yeah. And I don't, I'm at the point to where I'd be like God, yeah, okay, I know. Sometimes I'm stubborn as all get out and. I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that, but I also don't want to deal with no negative consequences coming back. So I'm gonna to try to make the best possible decisions because I want to live a peaceable life. And I don't. No, I don't no want to be in the wilderness for a long time. I don't like her. No more. No. <laughs> right. Not if we ain't got to Lord. Right. It's part of the process, and we will. <laughs> but we don't want to put ourselves back in right. the wilderness. Right. Because you, know, you can put yourself back in the wilderness time in place. and time and time again. It's based safe. on your choice. Yeah. It's but okay, one the, Lord. I beg. One of the one of the things okay. you've always said, and I think this started probably about five, six years ago, you begin to say, you begin to say, I just don't want the drama in my life. The unnecessary drama and being on a roller coaster that I didn't ask to be on. Yeah. So I don't even like roller coasters. Yeah. So about five, six years ago, you began to say statements like that. And you said a lot of other ones. But it's become so strong now to where when you see it, you do like that bathroom. You walk in and be like, oh, no, I'm good. I'll holler at y'all when y'all finish doing whatever y'all doing. Just give me a call and we'll do it like that. Yeah. But, you know, and and I don't, at one time I was like, well, Lord, we don't want to be selfish because we don't want to not be a help to those and we don't not. But what God has told us is. 
like he's told me and my wife, you you have total control over what you do. First of all, so they have control because they don't know. I said because they don't know don't mean don't mean they don't have control, so they just have to be taught. But it can be learned. But God said you can help everybody. Because I've given you that ability to do it. But helping everybody don't mean you got to be there in the middle of their stuff. And But also, you ain't called to everybody. Like you ain't that. called to everybody. You can pray. Right. And pray for folk and pray for situations that God will send the person to them that's assigned, assigned for, that. for that purpose. I, I, we just, yeah. I just can't. But my thing with that is, Johnny, some people like living on a roller coaster. That's how they. And if that's the decision that you have made, guess what? I opt out. I yeah. check the opt out button. Ain't mad at you. Box. Yeah. We're not mad at yeah. you. Yeah. But at some, here's the, here's, sometimes we, it's a need for us to get on the roller coaster. Right. you right. Some place we got to go, there's no other way we can get there. We have to get on the roller coaster and we have to but do But I'm making that decision about, or the Lord done told me God that. God said, <laughs> right. Was the vision because right. we, don't, we don't ever, I don't ever want to get on a, a roller coaster without God's approval on it. Cause everything or in my life is grace. Oh, it's grace. Yeah. Because the process is the process. Yeah. Some of these processes you can do different because you make different decisions. Mm-hmm. And the other ones, just like the children, they was in the wilderness because they stayed in the wilderness because of their decisions. Hmm. And God was taking them through a process. Well, I, I'm, I learned, I'm going to learn the lesson quick, guys. And the, 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 the last time, the last time, I think, I can't remember when around, but the mm-hmm. last time we was going through something, I said, the one thing I told you is, well, even though, you know, I, I, we where we at, we can't move again. Because we, we, I, I don't want to be in the wilderness again. I said, I don't, we, can't, we can't go back to the wilderness again. Now, God done brought us through the wilderness, and he done gave us all the instructions. Then when we get out the wilderness, we on ready, set. He said, okay, we're going to bless you. And then we pew, and then we wind up back in we the wilderness. We didn't learn anything yeah. in that, in that so space everything that, that we, we were in. All yeah. the process, all the yeah. learning. We didn't keep a mental note. We didn't keep no note, no nothing. We just had our eye on the, the end, on the prize. So once we got through a process, the prize is what we was going after. Yeah. So... Like my little brother Willie say, our motives wasn't true motives. Yeah. It just yeah. it just wasn't. Yeah. But we didn't know it at the time. Yeah. Because we felt like as long as we did one through five, we were good. Yeah. But, but that ain't how it worked. In those wilderness moments, you really, if you would just submit and and say, God, okay, for whatever reason and for whatever season this is, I'm willing to learn that lesson. Yeah. I'm willing to learn whatever it is that you need me to get at. Whatever it is you're breaking off of me, whatever it is that you're, you need to pour into me, whatever posture that I need to be in, I'm willing to be, I'm willing to be that and do that. Yeah. Because you do, he does take you through those wilderness, you know, those times, but it's, it's for our good. Everything is working for our good, no matter if it's, what we deem, you know, bad and horrible and horrific, or if you, and, and I'm like, okay, I'm not fighting it. There were moments that we've gone through financially, um, 
and where we were literally, you know, they say you um, a paycheck, you living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. We was living paycheck till the next day. Yeah. It wasn't paycheck. To, it was even, let me, it was even what, what was coming in was already owed out on top of that. Yeah. And so it literally felt like we were drowning. And this season wasn't, this time wasn't for like a month or so. This was like some years. Oh, yeah. And we were like, okay, well, what, you know, like, what are we doing wrong? What, what, you know, we love you. We serve you. You know, it seems like we can't catch a break with nothing. And it's, you know, and in that moment, I think. I think the enemy really wanted us to curse God in that moment because some of those times happened when we were, we were serving, we were trying to give, we were trying to do our best to be, you know, in a posture of truly trying to, you know, do and be all that God wanted us to be. Yeah. And, but it seemed like nothing was working in our favor. Because let me tell you why I believe that because it, it was, it, we did not get it. We we didn't get it. Instead of we took that 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 statement of making making lemonade out of lemons. We took that as a place of okay, because we was living check to check, and then we got to a place that we was living the check before we got the check. <laughs> the check. Girl we were some masters at this listen, money thing. Listen, we were some masters at this money thing. So listen. we would we would have money that we ain't got yet that we would spend, and then when we got the check, the check was already gone. So we wasn't living check to check. We were living future check to future check to future check. The money we ain't even got yet, <laughs> and praying that we was getting the money because we didn't. Right. We was, we was yeah. done. Yeah, and I, I believe that's what God' grace was at because yeah. it was. It, we were spending money that we, didn't, that have, we didn't have that it actually came in. But just like we taught ourselves to do that, we had to change our mind. We had to change our mindset. We had to change our we mind did. and our management because we did. we did what we know we knew how to do at the time. And we didn't know no We was trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get in those moments, you have to make a change. So it was not until we got to a place to where we said, okay. It was crazy. We even got to a place where we actually got income, income tax money, and we just sat it in the bank because we wanted to just look at the bank and see three thousand dollars in there. We was good, and we felt like we had all the money worth. wasn't paying no bills. Hold off till we hold off, baby. Hold, just wait, just hold off, because we wanted to see it. So I think all those were steps, yeah, in the right direction to get us where we needed to go. Just like I said, our process was our process. Our process was our process. It didn't make sense. And we've learned. We've, oh, Jesus, yeah, we have learned. It didn't make sense. Yeah. And and this is the crazy thing. Like I said, we was going to church. We was doing all the things, quote, unquote, that we was, we was told we were supposed to do. So we was going to church. We were serving hard. We were showing up. We was doing all that stuff. But it wasn't to actually transform it was actually to get to the goal. Yeah. And that was the truth. Yeah. But he wanted to do something he, within us. But the God, let me tell you something. The God that mm. we serve, he wants us. He yep. care less about the stuff. <laughs> so while you thinking you doing what you're doing <sighs> to get to the stuff, he going to let you think you're doing whatever you're doing and it's going to be short lived. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it wasn't until we got a relationship with God that changed us from the inside out. So it changed 
how we see stuff. Yeah. We don't see stuff through our natural eyes most of the time. Yeah. We see stuff through spiritual eyes. Yeah. And even when the tough things come, now the, we first, handle thing, it the first thing we say is like, okay, God, what's in this that what's you need us assign? to see? What we yeah, need to what's see? The what's the process? Why are we here? Yeah. Where we, you know, what we're yeah. doing. And then he always gives it to us yeah. swiftly. And then we he gives it to us. We do. And this is the thing. He doesn't micromanage us. He wants us to grow in the process. Yeah. So when he gives it to us, he said, you already equipped to do this. I just needed you to t- ask me, have a relationship with me yeah. so I can release this thing. Yeah. This at the end of the day, all he wants you to do, all is just do is talk to him. Yeah. Talk Seek to him, have a relationship. Seek me. Talk to first. him, have relationships. Get closer to me. In my Draw nigh. Yeah. That's all he wants. Yeah. Because the more of me that lives inside of you, the more stuff can change. Yeah. And that's all he wants. Yeah. All right. I Anger. This stuff. You right. Exactly. Stirring you, up in me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm and I got it. a whole lot of ones. <laughs> Um, so this is this is what. What's I'm your do. anger assessment? My anger assessment, of course, like I said, is it always the title? Always, I don't like these titles. Oh Jesus, read it, sir. Thanks. So I took mine, and it said, "This is Johnny. This is your results." It didn't say Johnny. I put Johnny in there. Okay, go Johnny, ahead. Johnny, this is your results. Okay, you are doing well, but can't approve. <laughs> Did it say that for real? Yeah, that's what it said. I said, this is wrong. Oh, my God. This is not me. This is not right. This is not accurate. It's not accurate. Finish it, baby. But this is what it says. Your results are indicative of someone who likely handle your anger well in many situations, but there are still times when your anger is handling you. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I would sit in the back seat with him. So this particular day, I sat in the back seat with Tristan and I was um, in the seat behind Johnny. So right behind Johnny. Johnny was driving. We had been on 516, um, which is the interstate. And we had been up several cars back, but we witnessed this work truck with a trailer on the back of it, cuts literally cutting people off, like literally cutting them off to the point to where they were about to wreck, running people off the road. He was driving, uh, he was, it was two men in a company truck and they were driving real reckless. And you know, that type of stuff, Johnny don't fare well with that type of stuff. Well, I don't either, but he really doesn't because we just don't like to see people get hurt unnecessarily. And this 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 guy was being a real butthole and just being reckless. And so we get off on the exit and then we merge on to another interstate. And as we were, were merging, he almost did the same thing to us. And we tried to be cautious because we saw what he was doing. But but he almost did the same thing to us. And so we were merging on to the interstate. He almost cut us off to where Johnny had to swerve. So picture this, we on the interstate going God knows how fast, 60, maybe 55, 60. I don't think we was going that fast because we, we just got on we had So we hadn't picked up speed. Yeah, we probably maybe like about 40, 40, 45. Yeah. And y'all, Johnny, I knew he was angry because he was like, like, what, this dude is just dumb, stupid. And probably threw a few cuss words in there too. No, I but did. Was that like, wasn't probably. Did you? I was, I, y'all, I was fearful in that back seat. Yeah, because I was on fire. The the guy had his window down, and Johnny had his window down. We were on on the right, and the guy was on the left. And Johnny literally was driving and having a full-fledged shouting match with this man saying, pretty much, what are you doing? Like, I have my grandson, grandson and my seat. wife in the back seat. What are you doing? You trying to kill us? You know, y'all driving. Think about and it. He said, and he said, what he you going to do? What you want to do? Oh, y'all, and I'm in the back seat. And I said, listen, dog, listen to me. I got my, you got to stop doing this. I got my babe, my grandbaby back here with my wife. What you going to do? Yeah, we driving, and I, If though. you ain't going to do nothing, then check. So, <laughs> J-Mob showed up. Y'all. And then I was saying something, pull over. And D-Mob was terrified in the back seat. Pull over. We can take care of this right now. The driver was like, we ain't pulling over. We got to go. Da, 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 da. But the dude in the passenger seat, was he was saying all kinds of stuff. Y'all, and we, on, mind you, we on the interstate, y'all, trying to, and I'm, at this point, I'm tapping on the seat going, babe, 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 honey, no, 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 Johnny, no, please don't do this. I was, I was He on was fire. so mad, so mad. I think was I able to get like their company name well, and stuff like that? After, yeah, after because they they passed, they went on after they ran us in the median and the mercy lane. Then they just kept doing what they was doing, and they yeah. was moving their way. And then we caught up to them, and then we you know we called the number, but that's and they were out of town from a yeah. company out of town. So it 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 had me on fire because in my mind I'm thinking. If you run me off the road, if I didn't see you, if somehow your truck or your trailer would have hit me or clipped me and caused a reaction with my car and the car flipped or whatever the case is, do you even understand, Yeah, you know, what you can cause? I'm, we looking at you run several people. Yeah. Off. I mean, I, what are you doing? Yeah. And granted, I don't know 
he might have got a call, emergency, or whatever the case is. But if you got an emergency or whatever the situation was, so you would just go kill whoever to get to wherever you had to go at? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen you that angry. Well, I, I I don't think I've ever seen I was, you that angry. I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever been that angry because that was a brand new situation. Cause yeah. I never had a grandson. Yeah. So I had a grandson. He was a baby. I, I got you and you've been in several well, I ain't going to say several. You've been in a couple of incidents where I had to pull up. Remember the time I jumped out the car? That was in high school, school though. Anyway. You were a hothead. You were trying to be a hothead. I'm not, I'm not a hothead. I said you were trying to be a hothead no, no. that particular day. But what I am, I am a person to get stuff done. So regardless of it's for God or not God, I'm going to get stuff done. I don't done. think that was warranted that day. Back, that was back, back in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an issue and you I was going to handle it. But you was jumping out of the car and hadn't even threw the car in park yet. You was in the car. Oh. You just need you to stop the car. Oh, okay. I'm, where he at? I got it. That calls for taking control of your anger when you got you didn't even throw the car in park yet. But anyway, that was a long time ago. However, I understood I understood exactly why you felt how you felt, but I just was tapping on that seat like baby. Mm-mm. We can't do this because we don't know what they carrying. Of course, they don't know what you carrying. Yeah, and we don't I, know. And us, you know, stopping on the side of the road to, to fight or to do whatever. But my mind wasn't there. I my know mind it wasn't. Was, my mind was if he would have clipped the car. Yeah. If if anything crazy would have happened, if he would have ran us off the road and it was a car in emergency on the side of the road, somebody yeah. changing their tire, whatever the case is, it would have just been so bad. Yeah. But he. he at that time, in that situation, that person with whatever's going on in their life, they had no care about nobody else. Anybody else, yeah. They just cared about so themselves. So I completely understood that. However, on the flip, to flip the coin, I've also seen you be frustrated in a professional environment or a professional place um, to where I remember this, you know, one of your job previously, um, you, you were... And I can tell when you're not yourself, um, just because we've known each other for so long and we've been together for so long. I can tell when something's going on because this was, like I said, this was a previous job and I called you and you could, and you were like hesitating a lot. And I was like, babe, are you okay? And you was like, babe, I, I think we had a previous conversation. And so I knew something was going on at the office that day. And I remember calling you. Cause every time I talk talk to you and something ain't ain't sitting well with me, that's called my discernment, y'all. That's my Holy Ghost. Mm. Uh, I'll be like, I'll just you'll stay on my mind, and then so I'll call you back and I'll be like, what you doing? Cause so- something didn't sound right when I talked to you this morning, and I remember you told me, babe, and you was just you were quiet, and I knew something was going on. You was like, I'm gonna call you right back. And I was like, no, tell me what's going on. He was like, babe, for real, for real. I don't want to hang up on you, but I'm going to call you right back. And you hung up the phone. <laughs> yeah, I can't and remember what the conversation I, was. I remember what the situation was, but I'm not calling no names or nothing like that. But, but my, it was between you and a, and, and your um, you and your uh, manager. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and he said something crazy. Yeah, he said something crazy to you. And I tried to... I tried to respond in the best way I could, and then he just kept saying crazy stuff to me. So I just walked off. 
Yeah. I said, yeah, I can't. And I'm I would much rather you so I walked do off. that. But here's the thing, y'all. What do you do when you walk off from the situation and try to be godly and the situation and follow they, you? And they follow you. As somebody said the other day, I'm I'll saved, think. but I ain't soft. I'm saved, but I ain't soft. <laughs> Please understand me. Please understand me. And I ain't been saved my entire life. I'm still working. This thing is a process. You know what? So please, just know in some areas, my cup ain't that deep. That 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 well that ain't it ain't that deep. Okay. Other areas, it's deep. My capacity deep in other areas, but some areas, Joker is overflowing. You you need to back up. But he followed me, and I turned around, and then I looked him in his eyes. I got I got nose to nose with him. And I think when I turned, I was walking away. He was following me, telling me, don't walk away from him when he talking to me. Yeah. And then that's when I told Dita, I'm going to call you that's back. That's parent, the child and situations. I turned around, and I walked straight back towards him. Of course, once he seen me turn around, walking back towards him, he stopped. I walked straight in his face, and I had some words with him. Wasn't yelling, wasn't nothing. But he knew I was serious. Because you're not even a yeller. Yeah, so I don't. with the anger stuff or whatever, I know when... When you've had enough of a situation, yeah. and and so then I begin to pray deeply, deeper than I ever have before, because I know that although you handle it, I know that you handle it, because I know there's some other words that you want to use besides the words that you, you've used. So I've been in rooms where it's, you may have been, you know, on, on phone calls or whatever that didn't sit well with you. I've and, gotten and better at that. You have. You have. I've gotten better you at really that. You really have. God has... You really I have, have intentionally expanded my vocabulary for a reason, man. And my relationship with God has 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 deepened. And that's whenever I have questions about with my relationship with God, that's what I know. When situations like that happen, and Johnny don't know what to do, and I just kind of take a half a step back because I want to kind of keep Johnny in it a little bit. But I take a half a step back, and then. You know, God steps in and he handles it for me and I can see how he handled it. Yeah. And then I can take the mental notes and then I can do it. You know, I, I put forth the effort to do it. Because some, some situations I don't know how to handle. Some situations I feel like you can't handle unless you do it a certain way. Yeah. You know, but that's not true. It's, it's ways you can handle it. And it, it takes patience. It takes patience, man. And, I, and, and you know, I've said this thing to my my wife and my girls and anybody who's connected to me. I've always said you gotta you gotta make sure you intentionally make good choices. And what I mean by that, I look at a choice as an investment. And I always look at if you make a decision, if you make a choice, what are you planning on getting back from it? Yeah. Would you take a thousand dollars and just give it to somebody that you have no idea where it's going? And that's what I feel like making a decision with anger. And making a decision on that, that's what I feel like happens. You give $1,000 away, and then, you know. Now, some people got $1,000, they can just give away, you know. Well, we I'm, got giving, I'm giving you $1,000 at once tonight. We got $1,000 we can give away, but we ain't, giving, we ain't investing in no bad way. You're not a bad investment, though. No, I know I ain't a bad investment. You better put all your money on me, girl. <laughs> Pause, we'll be right back. <laughs> Anyway, it's time for a studio break. You know what? <laughs> anyway, we go on. But what I do think we want to um, relate this to is anger in marriages and anger. And how do you handle anger in your marriage? How do you deal with a, a spouse 
who's angry. I, and and you know what I'm saying? And and they don't have control over themselves and their emotions. And that anger has come from situations that are rooted in things that happened in childhood. Yeah. Things that didn't happen in childhood. Yeah. Abandonment issues. You know what I'm saying? All type of things that lead to them now. They're an adult and they be, may be fine on the outside. And, you know, I know he my spouse and I love him and all this. But then when you get in a relationship where now he has the weight of work on him, the weight of um, uh, providing for you and, and your kids, if there are children in the situation, the weight of of the pretty much the world, because they may have things going on at work and all that factored in at the same time, and yeah. bills and babies and all this stuff, how does, how does that affect them and what triggers does that provoke in them and how do they deal with it? Yeah. Is, you know, is are you handling it? For me, with with you during our a lot of trying times in our relationship, when early on and stuff like that, um, when you become upset or angry or you know at me for whatever reason, or when we were dealing with anger, stuff that made us angry, as you know, my retreat was quietness or you know crying, or your retreat would be that you would just you would you would walk away. Yeah. You would, even if it was coming in, in the house, and then you would turn around and go right back out of the house. You know what I'm saying? But there are people, and, and one thing that made me think about this when I was reading some stuff on it was the fact that, um, the fact of the Lorena Bobbitt movie yeah. that we watched. And we, I, we remember when this story came out and when this story happened, but we were... We were, um, I think a lot of people only heard, like, the husband's view of it. It wasn't really noted what was going on in the marriage. Some of it may have come out in court and stuff like that. But I think mainly a lot of the things, the focus was just on that she cut some of his his uh, member, as <laughs> my husband calls it. Um, he She cut some of his member off and threw it in the the. By in the woods or the the uh, grass by the convenience store or whatever, but th- watching this and and seeing it from her her point of view, there was a lot of anger in that relationship, and it showed it to be we'll never truly know what happened in it, but something had to happen to get her to the point to where that was like she said, kind of just lost it, and you know it led to that outcome. But a lot of things in the movie, we I think we looked at each other like, why is you know why was he so angry? I that I think that was a something learned, and we don't know the situation. We don't right, know these people, right. so I'm not going right. to say a whole lot. But it lot. seemed like All there was a lot the, of triggers. The movie, and, yeah. yeah. But I think I think in a nutshell for her, um, it was something that she never experienced before. Right. She I think she had big dreams and high hopes of stuff happening. So she met, got married. She was moving forward. She was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this came in her life. Yeah. Well, obviously, somebody taught her if something's going on in your life and something else, then, you know, if it's not working out, then just leave. Yeah. And that's what she did. But Buddy just kept finding her. When she, and she kept going back because she thought. She thought you he know, changed. He, yeah. He, he told but me he's going to change. And- at some point in time, when a person don't think they can get out of something because they're being controlled by someone else. And the person just say, I'm going to always find you and I'm going to always. I mean, if a person and they're trying to get help from other people, man, how do you. I mean, that's a hard way to live. Yeah. 
but also I don't think that it they intentionally go into a marriage saying I'm going into this marriage no. to be angry all the time and you know react out of anger and, and bitterness towards my spouse or my or my other you know my partner and it not only can it be a man but it can be yeah it can be a woman and yeah. that anger you know comes out whether it be verbally and you you're verbally attacking your spouse or you're um you know physically attacking your spouse yeah. not just men on women but women on men as well Absolutely. and that being a part of your relationship it's like how do you how do you function like that yeah how do you function like that because yeah. just like we as women hurt men hurt as well and like i said you know told you that time when you know i kept hitting you and even though i thought we were playing and you told me that hurts and I didn't believe it until you really looked at me and hurt my feelings <laughs> and made me see like I, when I tell you that hurt, that hurt, babe. And I was like, oh, OK. All right. Well, I'm not. You know, I'm, OK, I'm sorry. You yeah. know, but, it but it's like, on. yeah, yeah. And, you know, like we said, mentioned earlier, the Bible clearly states, be angry, but sin not. Yeah, because he knows, you know, how we're made and he know that we're going to have things that trigger us. And he knows that. You know, once you once you say, you know, we laugh and we say, be careful what you pray for, because then the test will come to see, have you grown oh, yeah. in that space? And I'm like, let me just be careful what I say, but what people, I need deliverance from. Because people say, you know, one of my one of my prayers and my growth. And I ask God, I said, God, help me to be more patient. And then he put me in most situations where I had to use my patience. Yeah. That's how that's yeah. how it works. Yeah, you don't ask the you, you don't go yeah. in something and say okay I want to be faster I want to run faster and then they say okay well what we gonna do is sit you on the couch and watch let you watch these videos about how running faster no they put your tail on something in something in situations in different stuff they they train you and pro so you have to go through the process every everything is a process in a in a marriage man I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. <clears throat> Well, we gonna leave that for another episode. We we gonna have to talk about this. I think this is probably one of the one of the things that we will be a major, a major lesson um, teaching in our in our marriage conference when we have it. Um, is the anger and the the forgiveness and the conflict resolution mm -hmm. and all that because in, in a marriage. The the answer is not hitting the reset button. The answer is not um, finding finding somebody to replace them. Those are not the answers. It's a process, and I I will continue to say this in a in a three legged race for life. You're connected to that person when you go through vows, and it's a it's a process. It's a one way journey. It's, things are going to change. The situation's going to change. You buy a house means more money got to come into the house mm -hmm. um you buying things you know you purchasing things you having a baby means more finance got to come into the house which means the man might have to work a little more and work a couple of jobs that uh, we pray that you know that don't happen so you can spend time but we they might have to do what they have to do some incidents they might have to have the, the man and the woman work but you go through a process you got to have a plan for this stuff mm -hmm. I, I say have a plan for every single thing that you got to do and then put it to where it comes to some type of ending and then another beginning on another level. So you don't want the man working two jobs for the rest of his life. Yeah. You know, it got to be somewhere where y'all planning, y'all, you know, 
saving, y'all doing something, you're growing, you're going to school, you're trying to get a business, entrepreneurship, whatever it is, but you got to have a plan. What happens is most people just get a job and work two jobs and then they have a career on somewhere and then they paying for the house for the next 30 days, 30 years. And then next thing you know, you're 80 years old, wondering where your life went at. And that's, that's the part. And you angry. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of stuff you wanted to do. And now you got your man, your husband living with you and he mad because all these big things he wanted to do. Well, man, you ain't telling nobody about the big things. And some men will probably say they told their wife, but that's another, that's another, that's another one. Another show. Yeah. Another session. That's another one. So listen to this. Going back to what we said earlier, anger is a God-given emotion that's common to each of us. In addition, anger is a human emotion that happens natural in response to one's perception of a threat to our security and well-being. And that's yeah. what happened with that gentleman, that guy that who, that was running people off and that eventually yeah. you know, became in a conflict um, with us. It says, emotions are simply a part of the way God wired us, and yet they are subject to our management and our control. Yep. Everyone experiences anger, some more intensely and frequently than others. It's not whether we are going to get angry, but what we do with it, that matters. Yep. You're going to get angry. You're going to get mad. You're going to get sad. You're going to get happy. You're going to get glad. It's about how you manage it that matters most. At the end of the day. Got to have a plan, y'all. And some people, I've seen some people not be able to handle it at all. And they just act upon emotion immediately. Without thought. Without regret. Without anything. And they act a certain way. They lash out you know with anger and sometimes you'll be shocked to say or you'll be surprised that that's even coming out towards you or towards someone you may love or know and you just happen to be in that place with them at that particular time and so you're wondering where it comes from and like we always say it ain't always about the sandwich (laughs) y'all It ain't always about the sandwich. It's about how it, you brought the it, sandwich to me. Right. And in nine times out of ten, it ain't even it's not about the sandwich. It's not about it's that. It's about all it's about all the other sandwiches or all the other things that have been stacked up on top of it. Yeah. And it's just that the sandwich is bringing out the the, the emotion because I'm overflowing with stuff. I'm throwing up stuff because so much has been stacked up on the inside of me and now I can't hold it. And then because y'all ain't communicating the man I brought you the sandwich, and he talking to his homeboy, not calling his wife crazy because I just bought her a sandwich, and she asked me why I put the sandwich in her lap like that. She crazy. Yeah, but you know what that that makes me think about that someone that we used to be associated with. I'll say this, and the wife would just what we would think is that the wife was just you know react, and she was crazy, and she would do these outlandish things. And that was her posture over and over again. Mm. We would only see her reaction, though. The older we, the older we got, and the you know, the the more that I began to think about this, what was re? It wasn't the fact that he didn't come home last night hmm. that caused it. That caused her to pop off. It wasn't that because it's it was a culmination of things. Yeah. But all we saw was her response. Yeah. We didn't go back and think at that moment, at that point, we weren't thinking, well, what, 
you, you know, she right here busting tires. She right here, you know, coming to find him. She right here yeah. shooting. She right here doing all kind of foolishness. Where is that coming from? Yeah. What's on the bottom of that? What's sitting on top of that sandwich right there? I'm sorry. What's under that sandwich? Are there 5,000 other sandwiches up under it? Is it other things that's up under it that was that's rooted and grounded in that relationship that has has drawn her to the conclusion that you're not hearing what I'm saying or what I'm asking you or I'm that I'm asking you to be considerate of me at this moment at this moment at this moment turn just turning the pages on the calendar yeah. and not that everything was him you understand what I'm saying but for those things to be her response and we used to think well it was just a little bitty thing that he did why was her response so big yeah or why was her reaction so enormous and so crazy what seemed what that seemed to be to us but in the at the end result at the end of the day the place that we are in now we always look at each other and say yeah we heard we hearing what he's what he's saying that she crazy and these different incidents make us think that she's crazy yeah but what's at the root of it yeah you always say deidre if if i'm if i'm bringing home something to you and i'm giving you a I'm saying, well, I was talking to my friend or I was talking to a coworker or I was in a, you know, a situation where I heard this or whatever. And I said, well, she said that he did this or he said that she did this. And you'll be like, babe, there's two people in a relationship. Two sides you the heard, story. You heard one side of the story. That's What's the other heard, side man. of the story? She, she might be angry, but what, what, what has happened? What has transpired in this relationship? What does this go back to? That old saying? That old saying is, it's his side, it's her side. And then it's the truth. And then it's the truth. Yeah. Because you got a perspective from him and a perspective, a perspective, perspective from, from her. Mm-hmm. But then you got the actual truth of what's actually going on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 more, it's more it's a lot we can do with this, y'all. Um, I'm going to read this part and then we're going to okay. get up out of here. Okay. Right. A little bit on how anger affects the health and and your marriage the inappropriate expression of anger on the part of one spouse can hurt both spouses deeply and cause significant harm to their marriage in the following ways it get damaged the safe feeling trust tear it up damage the safe feeling trust i don't know if i can trust you because you'll be popping off at the drop of a dime and and what uh, what that means is if if I just get angry about one subject every time Deidre come to me and ask me about it nine times out of ten at some point in time about that third or fourth time I pop off I probably never hear her talk about it again. Don't mean the problem ain't still there. She just ain't talking to me about it because she's saying that's not a safe place for me to talk about it because he gets mad. So we're not doing that. So I talked to Glenda. Oh, we old Glenda, Bertha. Ah, we gonna talk to them. Oh, you be talking to Glenn, Bob, Bobby, Tyrone, Nook Nook them, (laughs) sick man. All I'm saying is the conversation, because the conversation ain't being had with you, don't mean the conversation ain't being had. Yeah. So a marriage man, it, it has to be. It, let me finish reading these. I'm going to finish okay, reading these. Okay, go ahead. 
Okay, damage self-esteem by resulting in guilt and shame. Which means, remember when you said in the beginning you didn't talk to me about a lot of stuff because you didn't want me to think that you were dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if it, it I don't know if that was something that I was doing to make you feel like that. But that's what your that's that's what your results were. You were a good wordsmith. You were a good talking your way out of stuff. <laughs> that's why. Yes. You thought I was I good am words. admitting right here, right now to this day that but you, you always said I was a you, good wordsmith. Yeah, you, and you knew, you knew how to finagle your way out of S <laughs> real good. Real good. And well, I would, you I... would leave me sitting there thinking, well, God, dog, maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, my Lord. I'm for real. Y'all just don't understand. Yeah, but that wasn't my intent to that, make you feel that like That wasn't you your was, intent. But that's it, what happened. it would be like, I would say, baby, money is green. And you'd be like. Well, statistics show that technically money was actually brown. And this, I could sit a dollar bill on this table, and by the end of the conversation, you make me think that it was a $10. Well, I know the history of, on the dollar, on the, the money. Exactly. Exactly. Paper. All that right there. <laughs> and I'd be like, at the end of the conversation, I'd be like, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the dumb one. That's what, what maybe I was trying I don't to do. Have no now, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. In the beginning, <laughs> In the beginning, I don't think that was intentionally ever my, ever what I was trying to do. I don't think I knew what I was trying to do. You was just talking your way out of stuff. I knew I knew it was some situation I was trying to talk my way out of stuff, mm-hmm. trying not to be in trouble or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Mm-hmm. But I knew God has given me that gift to store information, to so research stuff. So now I thank the Lord that he has given you also the know-how, the wisdom, the knowledge, where and the understanding, where and how you're supposed to be yeah. using it. Or y'all would have been wearing some green, blue, purple, red, and yellow dresses at your funeral. Go ahead. Finish the rest of this. Boy, you always take a hard left somewhere. I huh? do. I always do. <sighs> I always do. All right. Go ahead. All right. So the second one was damage. So the first one was damage, the safe feeling, and trust. Second one, damage self-esteem by resulting in guilt and shame. There you have it. Make one <laughs> fearful of self-giving and of receiving, receiving love. love. Mm-hmm. Introduce and increase a fear of being hurt. Mm-hmm. Result in a spouse being distant. Lead to sadness, loneliness, and anxiety. Wound the sense of being special and a gift to one spouse. Increase sexual temptations. Ha! Contribute to drinking, gambling, and other compulsions of behavior. All right, so this is what I just read to you the results of. It's the appropriate expression of anger on the part of one spouse can hurt both spouses deeply and cause significant harm to their marriage in the following. In those ways. In those yeah. ways. So... One of our episodes we talked about that we got a whole a whole book on probably, but it was gateways. And what people don't understand is when one spouse lets something into their household, it does does not hit you. Yeah, it hits the entire family. Yeah, whoever's in that household, whoever attached to it, it hits the relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's why. 
some person can make a decision. I can make a decision to bring something in that I think is great and it's not good to you. Yeah. But I don't know it because it's benefiting me, but it's damaging you yeah. and it's damaging our relationship. Yeah. But because if we're not connected and we don't have open communication or I don't say something before and it's not. And this is where people get it twisted at. It's not her Deidre having control over me or not me having control over you. It's us being mindful and protective of our relationship. Yeah. Because there are things that that you know that I don't know. So if I want to bring something into the relationship, you can say, babe, I read or remember or bring something back to remember. I, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so we might need to chill on that. We might not need to do it right now. We might need to do this. That's that's us being protective of our relationship. Yeah. That ain't you saying, hey, yes, you can. No, you can't. Right. Because that ain't how it rolls. Right. It's us having a conversation because we're protective of our relationship. Yeah. And that's what people get it twisted at. Because if you don't have communication, you just don't let anybody up in my... If I if you walk up in your house and somebody, your daughter, or somebody done let somebody in your house you don't know of, you going to be upset. Yeah. Because you ain't have a conversation with me about this person coming in our house. Yeah. So we got a problem. Yeah. You're right. But for whatever reason, relationships, marriages, they expendable, boy. All that stuff don't matter. It matters in the material space. But when it comes to protecting our marriages and our relationships, it comes to protect. I can go on with that, but I'm I'm not. But when it comes to protecting our marriage, man, we got to look at it different. Yeah, you just got to look at it different. It's not what you think it is. We, it, this thing is not what you think it is. We we have devalued relationship, marriage, relationship with God. We have devalued it to you being a Christian, to you going to church, you putting in that work, and then it gets you into heaven. And that's not what it is. It has some part of what it is, but it's a small percentage. At the end of the day, God wants you. Yeah. At the end of the day, I want my wife, Deidre. Yes, you do, baby. And at the end of the day, you want... I'm, I'm mad you ain't thought about that yourself. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. But I'm at always the end of there. The day, I just didn't want to interrupt what you were saying. It's an intentional wanting to be with Deidre. It's, it's me intentionally doing the things that I do. It's me intentionally... Putting forth the effort. Am I a hundred every day? Absolutely not. Yeah. But do she see me put forth the effort? She do. Yep. And vice versa. Yeah. So it ain't about it's it's about and just like I said, the realness is, yeah, no, not I don't wanna be I don't feel like I don't have a feeling of wanting to be with her and deal with her and do all kind of stuff all the time. But that percentage of that is lessened now because we in a three-legged race in our life. But one of those things that brings a little anger to him is, and I told him that I was going to tell this because we hollered about it last weekend. Johnny has this very bad, I'm, a, I'm not going to say bad because it's something, it's, a, it's, it's something that he doesn't enjoy. So it, I have a tendency that when I, if it's I hold his hand or if I, you know, while we're while we're driving, I'll put my hand behind his head. I'm a I'm a I'm a touchy feely when it comes to him, and so I don't just hold his hand, 
but I hold his hand and then I rub it at the same time with one of my fingers. And for some reason, that's irritating to him. <laughs> he does not like it. <laughs> he does not enjoy it. It angers him. And I'm looking at him like, and he'll be like, he, he won't say, babe, don't do that. He'll just kind of slightly pull his hand away from me. And I'll be like, so you being nasty to me now? He'll be like, no, but remember, I, he was like, who does that bring, bring pleasure to? Does it bring pleasure to you or does it bring pleasure to me? And I was like, it's just something that I do like to show you that I love you and you don't want, you don't want my love. You, I, that's what I have equivalated to that. You don't want my love. And so of course we was hollering about it or whatever, but that was something. When she said hollering, y'all, she mean laughing. We was laughing. Yes. Sorry. She used different words to express. I do, but we were hollering though. But at the same time, I had to respect the, the fact that that's not something that you like. And I do it in different ways all the time. And you be like, you pat me, you be like, babe. My and my thing is not her touching me. <laughs> it's the thumb moving back and forth. He cannot and I, stand that. I'm like, that. what is this? He what's, cannot stand that. What is this a part of? I don't understand. It's a part of me showing. Let me show my. Let me well, love I'm like, you. Just hold my hand, baby. No, just hold my hand. You know, put your hand on the back of my neck and and just leave know, it. Just there. leave it there. He she don't want to take. To. It's always one finger moving slightly to the left and the right. For several hours. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Can you please? <sighs> and it's been, I like, I think I said something. I tried to say something one time. She's been doing it forever. I have. Been. And then the other day we was in the bed and she started doing it. And I just looked at her. I said, hey, can we talk for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> he nasty, y'all. No. And I told her. No. And then she made that same thing. She talking no. about, you don't want my loving. I'm trying to love on you and you don't you. want. That ain't, that ain't what to say, baby. That ain't so, what this is. So listen, guys, let let me I want to give y'all a couple of things and we're gonna wrap it up for real, for real. But you know, we don't want to seem like we ran through this, but the the best way, and we always say this about everything, the best way to deal with things, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's anger, whether whatever it is, you got to get to the root of that thing and 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 figure out what where did where are all of these feelings coming from? Where are they coming from? What has caused me to you know feel this way was it trauma from childhood was it um neglect or abandonment um people continuously let you down you got fear or anxiety because of certain situations that had that has happened in the past un unmet uh expectations that you had blaming others or just a simple unwillingness to accept responsibility point blank period you you have to get to the root of it to understand how to get over it. I had to get to the root of why I was, you know, not communicating or not whatever. But the more that I began to communicate and the more that Johnny opened up to me and he began to show me that I could trust my feelings and my words with him, then we began to progress in our relationship. Um, the Bible says another thing it says, um, be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. Anger is not a word or it's not something that we're not supposed to have. It's an emotion that we have and that we're going to have to deal with. And the best way to be still be a great person is to acknowledge that, that this thing made me feel this way. And where did that come from? 
And if that requires you to go sit on somebody's couch or with COVID going on, or requires sit. you to sit across the computer and have a Zoom with, with a professional or whatever, just do it or have a talk with God and be honest about yourself. Be honest with him about the feelings and the emotions that you're having and ask him to help you deal with that. Point blank, period. Be angry, but don't sin. It's, it's, yeah, he created it. Yeah. And I think he created all these emotions to be catalysts to jumpstart you in a in a direction. Yeah. It, it's a it's a catalyst. I believe anger, all those emotions are catalysts to open up a realm to shoot you into another area of your life. Yeah, make and you what, a better you. Like yeah. you said, the you he created you to be. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 supposed to have expose you to different thoughts, different things. But what has happened is just like the world is full of sin, you know, we have other things that attach itself to it. And then we have other ways that quote unquote people, you know, express that stuff. Yeah. So now it's getting angry because you disrespect me, I gotta punch you in your face, type thing. So it's a lot of different ways to resolve stuff um right yeah. now we see across the world where the protest has been going for our brother george floyd and it started i believe it started a revolution because now it's evolving into something different and everything is peaceful we're angry but we're taking that anger and we putting a pin the pad and we changing policies we putting stuff in place Amen. Yeah. That's where it's at. I've That's the decision that we made. That's the decision that we made as a nation. To do something, yeah. To do it yeah. different. It started out a little shaky yeah. because we were doing stuff and folk were going stealing TVs and we were burning up stuff. But after that initial anger, it got to a place that we calmed down. We stayed together. We moving forward. All our brothers of all colors and all backgrounds, we're together. We're saying... This is not cool. Yeah. We're actually looking at the problem where it came from. The root. The police. The root. The police. It, it, it's over 100 people, black people that I got killed by white policemen. So the root has always the been, the thing? first root has always been, why are the policemen killing black people? Period. So now we're looking at the police officers, the police precincts. We're looking at that. And now we're looking at trying to change that. You have to go. We have it, to be smart about yeah. this stuff because it's, at it's the end deep, of the day, it's deeper than that too. Baby. Yeah, it's it's yeah. way deeper than yeah, that. Yeah, the because what's gonna find deep. out is after we dig into the Jesus. police department, that's connected to something probably deeper, and it's gonna expose a lot more other stuff. Yeah, but we got to start there. Burning up the precinct, burning up the cars, stealing stuff, tearing up stuff, fighting, bombing, all that stuff. That's okay. Yeah. No, that's not okay. But I get the initial anger. Yeah. But I'm so glad that it shifted to something else now because if we would have kept doing that right now, half of the nation would have been tore up and then we'd have been still looking crazy in six months. Then stuff would have still happened. Listen, y'all, it's still happening right now after George. It's how many people done got killed? It's like two, three more people done got killed by policemen. Uh, we see it all kind of stuff. Consistent and kill is still doing. being black people being. I mean, it's all kind of stuff happening. So it's definitely something in the system. 
that's another show for another time. But I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah. But I what I wanted to, what I what I why we said that is is because the example is the nation is angry over this, but what we're responding yep. different. What is your response? We responding different. What is yeah? What is your so response? now we we done got we angry, but now we looking at stuff and we thinking we making good choices. Yeah. Okay, the policemen are killing black. Why? Let's look into the police departments. Yeah. The training, whatever the case is, something is not right. If the training not right, it's it's bad. It's a bad group of people in there, and they do. It's something is happening. So let's start there. Yeah. And I promise you, that's going to expose so much different other stuff. Yeah. It will. Yep. So well, as long as we stay think before you yeah. respond. So long as we, yeah. long as we, and 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 what I want to encourage everybody that it is a process. So don't get weary. Because it's not going to be overnight. Yeah, don't get weary. But they, and they, well doing. Yeah, the nation is hearing us now. Though. Yeah. I, I, I said this the other day. I said, we've been, we had a sledgehammer bamming on this window for a long time. We done cracked the window now. So folks started turning around and no, they know the window is broken all the way. Broken. No, it ain't broken all the way. It's broken. It's cracked though. It's broken. It's, we got a line. It's cracked. So. We love y'all so much, and we thank y'all for hanging thank out with us. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. It's we have been talk. truly long-winded. Moments with the Mobleys. A few, a lot of moments with the Mobleys. Who are you? Johnny Mobley Jr. And you? Deidre Mobley. Jr. Still your wife. Still my wife. Yeah. We're an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. We're going to holler at y'all later. Peace. Night-night. <laughs>